0: Pop 35, reaction to the new Fleetwood Mac, right, Courtney? That is correct. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid and wonderful. That's, That's what we do. Sounds like a song, stupid and wonderful, that is what you all to me. We're going to sit right here
1: and tell you that we love you. That's still the best. Right here, there's no one else above you. That is
2: so funny.
0: That is the best. Oh, I love it. Welcome back to Pop, your pop culture podcast, where we literally talk about anything we want to it's a bit of a schizophrenic podcast. We welcome back my co-host Courtney Cronin Dold. What's up, everybody?
1: Hi. Well, I don't even know why I'm talking like that. Can we start over? Sorry. Sure. Just, <laughs>
0: just take your take.
1: Hi, everyone.
0: Yes, Courtney. We have awaited this day. I have awaited this day because it's finally happened. Neil Finn and Mike Campbell have played officially in front of people as members of Fleetwood Mac. What do you think of this?
1: I think it's fantastic. I mean, in the beginning I was worried that they were going to take up so much of Neil's time that he wasn't going to do the fun things that he does in LA with like these like last minute secret shows and stuff that I go to. Uh And it was like purely for selfish reasons, you know, but of course the more Neil, the better, you know, and I figured, I mean, I'm so super biased because I've been such a massive fan since I was 11 years old that I can't think of anyone better for them to have brought in. I mean, I really can't think of anyone else that would have done, you know, as great of a job as Neil's doing. I mean, can you? Can you think of someone else who would have been great?
0: I really can't think of anyone. And the one-two punch of Neil Finn and Mike Campbell on guitar, I mean, you're pretty much covering all the bases here, right?
1: That's true. I mean, who else is going to come in with that, like, nice melodic, you know, singing voice that's, like, not overpowering? He and Stevie have really nice um, harmonies. Like, I don't know. I just, I would never have thought of Neil, but because they did, I think it's great.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. And it says something about all of them that they can work together, right? Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing that could have been better is if David Lee Roth would have wound up singing for Fleetwood Mac. But that goes <laughs> back to, you take any band and put David Lee Roth in it, it's 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 a better band, right?
1: That is very true.
0: Like like we saw recently, you two, Bono lost his voice right on stage. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, so just imagine if you had David Lee Roth singing, you know, With or without you! <laughs> that's funny so it'd be it'd be infinitely more fun already right
1: yeah well you know who i think would have been really good in fleetwood mac was would be sting but they they just can't afford to pay sting he he would just want so much money but i think he would have been good
0: yeah he would have to really want it like you know i've always loved fleetwood mac you know it would have to be something where he was just like so into it you know what i mean
1: yeah. I, I think he would have been great. And then everyone else I think would have been great is dead. I don't know. Grab someone from a band, a band that's kind of on hiatus, which is Crowded House. You know, Neil's kind of on hiatus from them. But I'm really glad that he's doing stuff with his son. It's not like my favorite album ever. Like Liam's stuff is a little too avant garde for me. Uh-huh. But certainly the stuff he's doing now. He has some really great like poppy fun stuff and he has some really beautiful songs. But, like, it feels like Neil from, like, the last album into what he's doing with Liam is really, like, so off off track for him that I'm hoping Fleetwood Mac gets him back on track.
0: Mm. Well, either way, it didn't seem to bother anybody in the audience at the Ellen taping. No, it did not. Everyone seemed to really be into it. And everybody talks about, like, well... This band's not going to be the same. And really, whatever makes up the chemistry of a band, it's never the same. But we also live in a world where you've got the Eagles that has one original member left. Right. Don Henley. And then you got Joe Walsh and Timothy B. Schmidt. And then you got Vince Gill and Glenn Fry's Kid. Yeah. But then you get bands like Ambrosia, where there's three original
1: members. Uh And they've been around for a thousand years and their lead singer is obviously no longer David Pack, but it's Ken Stacy, who is amazing. And um, he was one of um, Michael Jackson's backup singers on the on the last tour that he was working on before he passed. And the guy's got a voice on him like he blows the place up. Uh And I know that's kind of a random band, but they're really terrific to see live. I've actually seen them live like five or six times (laughs) because they play around here. They live around here near me. And um, they're great. Enough's enough only as one original member. And they just put out a new album and they're amazing. It's uh-huh. It's amazing. So it's like, I don't think that matters at all. The music is the music and bands go through, you know, it's just like you grow up, you know, you're not the same as you were when you were 20 as you are at 45, but some things get better with age, you know, or it's just something else. It's something else that you can also really like, you know. So I don't know. I just saw journey with, um, Arnell Pineda, I think is his name. He was so great. And he was such a showman and he's half the age of the rest of the guys. So, I mean, he was doing like a full aerobics class on the stage, but he was working the audience like crazy. And it was great. And then you had Def Leppard, which pretty much has all their original members, you know, um, Vivian Campbell's been in the band for so damn long. And, uh, and and you got to also, equally as great of a show, it's like, I'm one of those people who does not care. I love the music. I love the band. And if you can keep going, then
0: there's something, there's a reason why you're still going. Right. I mean, let's put it this way. Nobody's demanding a refund at an Eagles show or is going to demand a no. refund at a Fleetwood Mac concert. Because no. basically the intent and the meaning and the sound is there, right?
1: Right. And people get old and people get physical ailments that keep them from being able to perform. Or, you know, a lot of people in show business have mental illness and it becomes too much for them to bear. Like it seemed like that's what happened to Steve Perry. You know, it just, it just becomes too much to bear and and you have to step away and that you have to respect that because I just don't know how some of them sustain. But I mean, if you really think about it, there's not a lot of bands that have all their original members. It's a really hard thing to keep going with mm. egos and with money, it's usually always over money. And you know, and mental illness and adultery and il- and ailments and addiction and if you I mean, if comedians had to work with other people to keep their careers going, there'd be no comedian bands left together after five years. They would all break up. Mm. Cheech and Chong is the exception to the rule. And even that even they took like a fifteen year
0: hiatus, you know. Right. right. Fleetwood Mac performed on The Ellen Show, and they performed two songs, and the first choice, The Chain. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a pretty ballsy pick, don't you think? Yeah, it's a very intense song, and it's it's very dark. Not only that, it's something that you're you're kind of letting the audience know, if there's any question, can this work? Yeah. This is it. This is the proof of concept, right? There it is. I mean... Yeah, this is it. Mick is
1: always going to be the center of the band to me.
0: Mm.
1: Not a lot of people think that about drummers, but he just, I don't know, it's weird that he's in the back. I feel like the drum should be in the front almost because he's just so fascinating to watch.
0: But Christine and uh, Stevie are much prettier to look at. (laughs) Oh, definitely. Well, let's, let's play them live on Ellen with The Chain. Watching that, uh, it's it's very bizarre. And, and and if you can find the clip on YouTube, it's out there. It's on Ellen's channel. And we thank you, Ellen. We, we mean nothing by, uh, you know, you, you retain all copyright and everything. But, man, it was great to see this. And a couple observations I have is that Neil and Mike seem to fit right in. Yeah, they do. I mean,
1: Jesus, come on. They've been playing for a thousand years. They're such exceptionally talented pros. They're not just standing there playing their instruments you know they have passion in what they do you know mike you don't see it as much but it's there i just saw him play with neil he came out and they played an incredibly obscure fleetwood mac song the whole no one in the audience even knew it and wow. it was pretty cool and stevie was there but she didn't come on stage
0: so they've obviously developed some sort of friendship beyond just the working together right
1: I think so. And, you know, I hear that about Neil from other people that work with him, like Wendy Melvin from, you know, from Prince, obviously, Uh she did an album with Neil and he also helped her with like a solo project. And she came out on stage and was just talking about what a special friendship they have and how important he is to her career. There's not a lot of people like Neil in the business. And that said a lot, you
0: know. Yeah. And of course we're so used to uh Stevie Nicks working with Mike Campbell anyway that they're you know the guitar sound and everything all goes together with her voice from you know Stop Dragging My Heart Around to the the oh, work yeah. that he did on her albums and stuff like that. And just looking at Fleetwood Mac how many keyboards do you need? There was like three keyboards and then in the next song we play Mike also plays the keyboard on that. So it's like four keyboards going on at one time, right? On Gypsy? Yeah. Yeah, it is a big band. Stevie looks great. She does. Like, I'm waiting for that to crack. I mean, no, she doesn't look 20 anymore. None of us do, except people that are 20. But she she looks fantastic for her age. Mick Fleetwood just freaks me out every time I see him play. He's back there sticking his tongue out and making these weird bug eyes. And it's like, who the hell is he looking at? He almost looks like he either wants to kill someone or he's going to just crack up, like literally go nuts and insane with his looks. He's got these weird, you know, like a like a berserker look on his face. Have you ever noticed that?
1: Oh, yeah. He always looks nuts. It's great. (laughs) I love it. I love his passion. I mean, you know what he looks like? He looks like a Muppet.
0: Yes, he does. There should have been a Muppet made after Mick Fleetwood. For all I know, there might have been. God, Neil sounds good.
1: He just does. I have it playing right now in my ears while we're talking. Mm -hmm. Stevie keeps reaching her arm out to Neil like, hell yeah, this sounds good. Mm -hmm. And then I, I saw a comment from someone saying that Stevie was looking over at Neil going, this just isn't working. I don't see that at all.
0: Well, that's what people want. To have happen, right? People love drama, and I saw some things where it's like, well, it sounded weak to me, and it's like, weak? What the hell are you talking about? But it's all in the uh, ear of the beholder in this case, right? Again, I didn't see anybody sitting there on their hands or you know sitting there with their arms crossed, going, "This is not my Fleetwood Mac." I know. It's like, but here's the thing: if you don't buy a ticket, you're not going to be missed. There will be this. This tour will sell out. It's his will.
1: Well, you know what's weird is that Ellen's so dismissive of Neil and Mike. You think? She's just all about Stevie. Yeah. Well, Stevie, I mean, come on. Stevie's like. I know it's Stevie. And it's Ellen. And everyone loves Stevie. Everyone is like, I want to be Stevie. Mm -hmm. But you think she, I don't know. I, I, I just think she'd be a little bit more excited about Neil. It's not like Neil is just some guy.
0: I think she was just thrilled to have Fleetwood Mac on her show. And everyone in the audience seemed to be happy because they got free tickets to see Fleetwood Mac.
1: <laughs> he loved it, but I don't know. I just wish Ellen would just be like, I mean, God, look at these. You've got Neil Finn. you got Mike Campbell, like you'd think, but she's not a music nerd. She likes Justin Bieber and Katy Perry.
0: She doesn't understand the depth of the talent on that stage. Right. To a lot of people, honestly – I'm going to say this, and I'm not, not going to try to piss off any Lindsey Buckingham fans or anything, because I appreciate him and what he brings to the table. I appreciate him and what he brings to the table. Of
2: course.
0: But the audience is just not going to miss you. And I hate to say that. There's, there's going to be a percentage of people that they're there to see Lindsey Buckingham. There will be. Those are the same people that will go see him when he's in town.
1: Right. I will probably not go see him. I've never seen Fleetwood Mac. I own like three of their albums and I have a couple of Stevie solo albums and I've seen Stevie live. I just never went like it just I wanted to go. I remember like planning to go. I just if I really want to go to concert, I believe me, I'll be there, uh-huh. you know, and I just never saw them live. And I, I regret it. But, um, you know, now I'm absolutely going to go. I think it's going to be really fun. But I, I mean, I love Lindsay's voice. I love all of his songs. I grew up on rumors. My dad had the eight track. It was playing in my house all the time. Mm-hmm. I know every single song word for word. I also love the live album that they did. Right. And they did uh, the the dance. I think that's one of the best live albums of all time. And uh, Lindsay is amazing on it. And he does. he did one of his solo songs and... I don't know. It's Have you heard the dance? Have you listened to it?
0: Oh, yeah. It's it's excellent. After we finish
1: recording, because I have some writing to do, I think I'm going to put that on and listen to that. So
0: good. Time well spent. Well, let, let's check out the other song they did. and in, Okay. This one was was Gypsy. Beautiful so song. Let's check it out with Mike Campbell doing that ding, 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 ding part, you know, and playing guitar at the same time. So...
1: With the other two keyboard players, you'd think someone else could do the ding, 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 ding. Like, why does Mike have to do it?
0: Uh, maybe he just wants camera time. I don't know.
1: It just seems odd.
0: Yeah, it does. It does. You would have think that would have been Christine McVie's thing, right?
1: No, she's busy doing something else.
0: Yeah. Check it out. It's Fleetwood Mac from Ellen this last week playing Gypsy. know what this all means, right? I mean, this is what's going to happen, is that this lineup will either tour for two years, and that'll be it, and then they'll get back together with Lindsay, or this band will tour for two years and then record an album. That's kind of
1: what I'm leaning towards, because I think once you go Neil,
0: you know... So so that's pretty much our reaction to the new Fleetwood Mac. I'd I give it a thumbs up. But on the other hand, it's, it's also good for when they do the 79th anniversary tour reuniting with Lindsay, if they want to pull that card, right? Yeah. That's the thing. You can't have a reunion tour if you don't break up. That's true, too. Now, let's let's take a look. Just off the top of our head, let's, let's name some the, – the, the bands that pretty much have kept the same lineup. And I'm thinking Aerosmith. I mean, there was a time when Joe Perry wasn't in the band. But they've pretty much kind of kept it together for a long time. ZZ Top, even though the drummer was not the original, original ZZ Top, ZZ Top drummer, he's been in it since anybody knew them, basically. You know what I mean? It's kind of like yeah. people saying that Pete Best was in the Beatles. Just shut the fuck right. up on that one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah he yeah, was, yeah. but never made it. You know.
1: Well, um, well, I was saying Def Leppard. I mean, their guitar player, unfortunately, passed away at a very young age. Uh-huh. and um but they've been touring with this same lineup for 20 years at least
0: yeah yeah you too that's another one i can think of cheap trick had a fairly good run of it
1: they, yeah they, they did. lost
0: tom the bass player for a while and then he came back in the 80s and that went on for a long time and then um i guess that the singer and the drummer couldn't get along so at least that's the rumor i've heard I'm not making an oh, official proclamation. Is that what
1: it is? I thought he just wasn't well and he couldn't play. He couldn't handle the the schedule anymore.
0: See, that's the thing. They're such a private band, and I don't want to I don't want to like step into their private real life thing, but if you read some stuff that was in Rolling Stone and them kind of the very few times that they've said anything about one another, it was you could just kind of pick up on that.
1: Okay. So, well, I mean, Queen was together until Freddie passed, Yeah, and they had a good run. And then, what about Metallica?
0: Well, yeah, but pretty much outside of, you know, after their bass player died, and then they got Jason Newstead in there. They went from Cliff to Jason Newstead. Right, and right. Then, oh, that's
1: right. He died, too. And then that
0: guy who looks like he does that weird crab stance, I forget his name, Rob Trujillo or something like that.
1: Clearly, I don't know anything about
0: Metallica. <laughs> I only went to one show. That guy, he—they just don't look as cool with that guy because he's got—he he always wears Heidi type braids in his hair. Yeah, and he like does this crab monkey walk thing when he plays. It's just very bizarre. I'm mean, he's sure he's a, he's an incredibly talented guy. I'm sure of it. I mean, he's he's got the job right. But yeah. just it's just when I see him, it just looks like one of these things does not belong here. One of these things that aren't part of this thing, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. But uh, uh-huh. when you think about bands that have, like, lasted for a long time, you're going to have member replacements. It's just the way it is.
1: Well, Motley Crue, I mean, they had John Corabi for a while, but then Vince came
0: back. And then they had, Tommy Lee left, and they got a female drummer for a while. That was pretty Oh, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, it, it didn't last long, but, you know. Poison, that's a band. Yeah, that's a band w- that pretty mu- well they had that guitarist when when C, C. DeVille left, but Richie, that was Richie for Richie Cosette stepped Ill. in. Yeah. He was ill. He was ill. Yeah, <laughs> but really, there's there's not that many that you can name. I'm sure that someone's screaming at the the M P three player or streaming device or whatever they're listening to us on and going,
1: but what about and. I know. Sorry, everybody. We're not really doing this, like, so well. But then there's bands with, like, no original members. Yeah. Like, none.
0: Well, you take a look. A Foreigner is the one that you really have to, like, look at, right? Like, people are upset that, like, Styx replaced Dennis DeYoung with Gowan, right? Yeah. But for whatever reason, they can't work it out, so you got to keep on going. And uh, with Foreigner, the the real thing is is that Mick Jones is the only member that's left in the band, and there are times when, due to his health or situations, he can't play. The band continues on without him. Mm hmm At some point, you have to ask, at what point is this band no longer the band? And Fleetwood Mac has changed members and styles since their inception, so... Yeah. This is nothing new. But the classic lineup, you know, the rumors lineup, uh-huh. that's the lineup everybody thinks of. There have been so many people come and go in that band, Bob Welsh, so many others, um, the Burnets, and all that. There's so so many people. So basically you have one economic vote. You either buy a ticket or you don't. And that's it. Right. It's not I mean, going to affect the meet and greets. People will still pay for them. It's not going to stop uh you know any 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 sort of thing. It's the the places will still be full. So you may say that it's not going to happen. Like a lot of people say Kiss 2.0 could never be a thing.
1: Oh, whatever. They're great and they're they're still packing the house and it's wonderful.
0: And you know, it, here's the thing. There will be no Kiss 2.0. There will just be Kiss and at some point Gene and Paul will sanction and authorize someone to be that, that thing, right?
1: Yes, but it, you know what? I really want to see, even more than Kiss, you know, even though I love Kiss, I want to go to one of these Gene and Ace shows.
0: God, that looks fun. I'm telling you, Courtney, the Gene Simmons band with Jeremy Asbrock and Ryan Cook and, and Phil Schaus and Brent Fitz and, or Christopher Williams, depending on the, the availability of either one of them, Yeah, they are just fantastic. They've become, in many ways, everything that I love about Kiss.
1: Those guys are
0: stars,
1: and they put on such a good show. And then off stage, nicest guys, super chill, super humble. Then on stage, fucking superstars. You know, it's really cool to see people like that. You know, doing what they're doing because they genuinely love it. You can see it. And they're so fun to follow on social media, especially like this trip, you know, all their trips and they make these live videos and it's super fun to watch. And um, it's just nice to see people like not millennials who feel so entitled, but dudes who have like paid some serious dues and have been playing forever. And it's like they're supposed to be doing this naturally. This is a natural fit. There's it's completely natural. And it's like I just love seeing that. I just love seeing great talent get to do what they should be doing and not like they haven't all been like doing killer stuff forever they have, but playing with jeans kind of a big deal and playing with Ace and Jean is like a kiss fans wet dream.
0: Uh Almost, almost everything they do. You, you see a poster like, can you believe this just happened? Whether it's playing with Ace, getting those cool Japanese kiss jackets that we we saw back in magazines in the seventies right to to just everything that they've got to do they they deserve it and really they're kind of like us on stage the fans on stage except insanely good musicians yes 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 yes,
1: yeah really talented so i can't wait to see that show because gene had one show here and it got canceled yeah i believe it was a scheduling thing because i just flat out asked ryan i'm like why aren't you guys coming here and um and I guess it was a scheduling thing because they had a vault thing to do in Boston. I forget the reason, but they haven't rescheduled the show here, and I'm just like,
0: ah! It will happen.
1: When is it going to happen? Because I'm going to have to get on a plane then because I have to go to this. It just looks so fun.
0: It will
3: happen. It looks like fun. Hey, popheads! We know you love the hottest pop culture podcast, Pop. Now tell the world. Get your own pop swag. T shirts, mini skirts, mugs, tote bags, and more at redbubble.com. Just search for Designs by Ken. All one word. And remember, you can get your own free pop button from Christine the Button Queen. Simply pay $3 shipping and handling for each button via PayPal at zilchorders at gmail.com. Find us on the web at poppodcast.blogspot.com on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts can be heard. Join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash pop podcast and like us on Twitter at popstafftweets. tweets.
0: And you can get a pop or fun size shirt at red bubble links will be in the show notes. So let's do some housekeeping. Big announcement as far as Everything Sucks, the podcast that we're doing here, it's moving to its own channel. You can get it on iTunes, and wherever find podcasts are downloaded. And you can find the Everything Sucks podcast at everythingsuckspodcast.blogspot.com and the Facebook group, hashtag Renew Everything Sucks. So we're moving that from the pop feed to its own feed. So there you go. We have to send a shout out to Bill Elam, who won our Cars contest back when oh. we talked about the Cars not too long ago. John Hughes of Rhino gave us some some vinyl to give away, and Bill Elam won. He came back from Rockin' Pod, and those wonderful two-vinyl set uh, from the Cars were, were waiting for him, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's
1: cool. I didn't realize that was Bill at Expo. He came up and talked to me, and I didn't realize that's who that was, and I felt terrible. If I'd known, I would have been like, "Hey, I just—I don't think we're Facebook friends, and I didn't know what he looked like."
0: Yeah, but he was all decked out in his uh, fun size shirt. That was pretty cool.
1: <laughs> I should have known better. I didn't even realize he was wearing a fun size
0: shirt. Yeah, it was a trip. There were four of them there that day. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, hello to everybody out there who's enjoying the fun size part of Pop. It's—it's—it's it's, it's a trip, and we've on our last episode of pop we did a feature on the new band under the radar which we all met at nashville rock and pod and we've had over 69 shares in an attempt to win a copy of their debut album so that's pretty cool we hope to make that announcement soon so that's pretty neat and speaking of under the radar here is under the radar with their song breathe i love this track off of their album so alive you can get it on amazon amazon mp3 or iTunes or wherever fine music is sold. Take it away, guys. I can breathe, I can
2: breathe. I can be what I wanna be, yeah. I wanna touch everything.
0: Courtney, what's popping with you right now? What's what's new in your world? What is what is making things pop for you?
1: Well, I've had a decent work week. I just got off the road. I was at the Tempe Improv with Craig Gass and that is like the holy land of comedy clubs. Like every comic wants to play this room. It's such a great room and it's a very large venue and it's it's just really fun. So I did six shows there and then I'm at the Comedy Store this Sunday with Craig and with Joe Bartnick and Alex Hooper, who was the guy who went on America's Got Talent in the tights and the boa, and he roasted all the judges. Uh-huh. And it was definitely like set up and like a joke and, you know, whatever. But he's super funny and he couldn't be a sweeter guy. And he's just getting back from Burning Man, so I can't wait to hear about that. So <laughs> on Tuesday, I'm going to Chips and Up's birthday party show at the Viper Room. That should be really fun. And then Wednesday, Earl Skakel and I are going to Jimmy Kimmel to see Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators, which is Brent Fitz and Todd Kearns, who are in the band, and um, Frank Sidoris, and um, and of course, Miles Kennedy and Slash. So we're going to that taping for Jimmy Kimmel. And then Thursday, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a divorce. I'm pretty sure my husband's (laughs) going to divorce me after this week, because then I have two more concerts after that. But that should be fun. So everybody should watch Kimmel on the 12th, because that's when the band will be on. And if this airs after the 12th, look it up on YouTube, because it's going to be awesome. Their new song is
0: so good. So, so this song is popping for you right now? What's it called? Driving Rain. So Driving good. Rain. Well, mm-hmm. let's, let's play some of it, because we want you to support the artist. And you want to introduce this one?
1: Okay, this is the um, uh, new single from um, Slash featuring Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators, and it's called Driving Rain. It's a good Uh tune.
0: What's popping with you, Ken? What's popping with me? Well, I, I, I feel like I went back in time because not only is a new Ace Frehley album coming out very soon, Woo! but a brand new Paul McCartney album wound up at my house this last Friday, and I have been jamming to it nonstop, and I am loving it. Loving it, loving it, loving it. That's so, great. Paul McCartney. And, you know, a lot of people are giving him crap for that song Fuh You. Have you heard that? No,
1: I have not heard any of the new Paul McCartney. But here we are,
0: Paul McCartney. People are saying, this is the Paul McCartney, the man who wrote Hey Jude and Let It Be. And he also wrote, why don't we do it in the road? Right? So he's he's into having fun, you know, just because he's an older dude doesn't mean he's, uh,
1: he also wrote, simply having a wonderful Christmas time, which makes people want to kill other people at Christmas time. <laughs> Straight to murder
0: on that one. Although I do love Flowers in the Dirt.
1: Yeah. a darn tootin' good
0: album. It is. It is. Last Friday night, Paul McCartney played live and the concert was shown free on YouTube. It's up there if you want to watch it again. If you need a smile on your face, check it out. But here's Paul McCartney live with You. Come
2: on baby now, let me look at you, talk about yourself, try to tell the truth, I can stay on pause. out
0: So, you know, there are people who have lost their minds thinking that Paul's lost his mind, but it's just pop music, folks. In the end, it all sounds like Paul McCartney, right?
1: Of course. He's Paul McCartney, for God's sake. The man can do no wrong. I saw him at the Hollywood Bowl. He played for three hours and then he did a tribute to George where he just stood there with an acoustic guitar. There was not a dry eye. I mean it was the most moving, beautiful, I mean it was insane and he just played a bunch of George songs on an acoustic guitar. It was beautiful. It was really cool.
0: And I have to mention this. Uh, last Thursday we lost and really an an entertainment icon as far as movies and, and entertainment goes, Burt Reynolds passed away. Yeah, it uh, was sad. Yeah. Burt Reynolds became like everybody's cool uncle that had the really cool car that got like all the chicks and would tell you all the stories about it at the family reunion. That's kind of what, (laughs) you know, it's kind of sad that he's passed on. But we'd like to dedicate this episode to him, a couple of chuckleheads talking about pop culture. And he was a big part of it for many people.
1: You know, the movie that people forget about is a movie called Heat. Mm. He he was so good in that.
0: Yeah, he was.
1: I like movies about gambling and stuff like that.
0: So with the loss of Burt Reynolds, does this mean that Norm MacDonald will have to retire his character Turd Ferguson, which was a lampoon of Burt Reynolds? Remember that?
1: His Burt Reynolds was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, he would always say that his name was Turd Ferguson. It was Burt Reynolds saying his name was Turd Ferguson on Celebrity Jeopardy on Saturday Night Live. So Yes, that was very, very funny. That was hilarious. We already miss you and uh, made a lot of people happy. And Is there anything you're digging on TV or movies right now? yeah' um we're
1: watching Better Call Saul. It's moving a little slow, but I am really into the new season of Orange is the New Black.
0: I'm super into it. It's good. I want to binge that, but I gotta good. Set, I gotta carve out the time for it. I too am watching Better Call Saul, and I almost wish that I was binging it because when you binge it you can go oh that's what happened two episodes ago but right now there's things that happen and unless you are talking to somebody about it you like you might not pick up on everything right
1: yeah true
0: plus they're doing a lot of time hopping telling the story out of sequence if you will i love the show it's just it's weird it's just that some shows are better for binging than others true like, if you look at The Walking Dead, for example, that show is really it, – it, it's almost insulting to watch it week to week because it makes no <laughs> sense. But if yeah. you watch it one right after another, it a lot of sins are forgiven, right, story-wise?
1: Yeah. Do you know what's good, too? Get Shorty.
0: It is? With Ray very, Romano? Very good. Yeah, I need to check Very, that
1: very good. I – I was so into it. Like, I'm glad I watched it late in the season because I don't think I can handle. Like, I'm waiting for my husband to watch it because I'm dying to start season two, uh-huh. and he hasn't watched it yet because um, we haven't renewed our Amazon Prime yet. Uh-huh. I'm just like, because oh, just you got to watch it. It's
0: great. So, Get Shorty is available on Amazon Prime, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also on Amazon Prime, the show Goliath with. Billy Bob Thornton and Dwight Yoakam, right?
1: Yeah, and we watched that, too, and the second season just started for that. But again, I'm waiting for my husband to renew our Amazon Prime so we can watch that, uh-huh. too. It was so good, but I love Billy Bob. He he is one of my favorites, so it's very good. Dwight Yoakam's good in it.
0: I'm a he's big good. fan. Big I heard fan. he's
1: playing a big stretch. He's kind of playing an asshole. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god We'll never get to interview him now I want to do a show at some point About whether Binging is good for TV Or if it's bad for TV Uh huh. Because I think That it's really bad in the long run For the industry I think right now it seems like a cool thing for everybody But I don't think That the shows will have the same Prestige that they did Like for example what made Star Trek was it actually going away for a while? And then the audience embraced it, right? But, like, you take a look at Orange is the New Black, it's always going to be on Netflix, right? It's not going to go yeah. away. It's just going to be right. there. And you don't have that week-to-week thing where you're so looking forward to it. Yeah, And then sure. there's no reason to buy the DVD or the Blu-ray. So I think in a lot of ways it's, 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 it's almost like it's good for the immediate pop but then after you watch Orange is the New Black, like let's say you take a weekend, it's like, who cares now? Next. It's a weird thing. Binging is kind of something that we would have done. Like, like let's, let's go back to the time when you were a kid, right? Could you imagine your dad ever binging a TV show back in, like, 1984? No. Because he worked for a living, right? Right. And you couldn't, like, I don't know, what, what shows did your dad love? my family watched magnum pi okay well let's let's use that let's say your dad's gonna binge 20 episodes of magnum pi all weekend long he'd be like no the lawn needs mowed what are you crazy right
1: yeah yeah no that would not happen so we we weren't big tv watchers and and when when i'm on the road i don't even think i turn the tv on in my hotel room ever
0: you know something that I saw in Nashville that I thought was really cool, and I've been saying that people should and do this not forever. my hotel room, but go ahead. No, <laughs> <laughs> but it was something that was really neat, and and I've said that they should do this for a long time. They should make it so you could get Netflix, Hulu, and or YouTube, and buy gum. Guess what?
2: Huh?
0: It was that way. You could, I could put your YouTube password in there or your Netflix password, and there you go. You've got your entire library. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You pretty know. cool. That is cool stuff. You see, if I was the cable company, I'd be crapping my pants. Between everybody cutting their cord and this, this is the new cable. So
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: One of the things I have to look forward to, I know that uh, this is not going to float everybody's boat, but Batman the Animated Series is coming out. <laughs> She's actually pointing at me when she screams, "Nerd, folks!"
1: I can't believe this is what it's like.
0: And I know that might be. I'm sorry, <laughs> but it's exciting because every episode is going to be in high def, and it'll come with a digital code so I can watch it streaming for free, right? And yeah. it comes with those little pop-like vinyl figures and. Just something really cool for this super nerd, and it's only like 80 bucks, so I'm I'm snagging it. $80 for a cartoon? Yeah, but it's like five seasons and three movies or something like that, right? Oh my god. Yeah. You have a wonderful wife.
1: Wonderfully understanding wife.
0: (laughs) I'm going to hand it to her after I get the digital code. I'm going to get it synced up, and then I'm going to hand it to her and say, this is my Christmas present. The work is done.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's good. Yeah. My Christmas present is this week where I'm gone every night at concerts, and then I have two gigs. So I'm literally gone seven nights in a row, and I've been gone for two weeks. I feel bad. i got to stay home.
0: i got to stay home with my man. So that was our immediate reaction to the new Fleetwood Mac and talking about what's popping in our individual world. So just like those hip kids on YouTube when they do... (sighs) our reaction to fleetwood mac which i don't see any young kids doing that
1: yeah the kids the kids these
0: days the kids, the kids these, these days. days with the youtube and the with MTV the youtube videos. and the
1: and the stuff and the and the mtv and the things with the stuff
0: yeah Alrighty. well we will see you all on the next episode of pop you will whether you like it or not just <laughs> Hello. Hello. All righty. Well, we will see you. Thank you for coming on and uh, humoring my nonsense. You
1: are most welcome. And thank you for putting up with me and letting me talk constantly and manically until you have to shut me up.
0: I'm pointing at me and screaming, nerd. <laughs> Bat nerd. <laughs> no, 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 Bat no, no, nerd. No, no, no. Nerd. <laughs> Instead of na 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 Batman, it's na 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 na. Nerd, nerd man. Nerd man. Yep, that's me. Seriously, everything I love Paul McCartney's album, new Ace Fraley album, new Cheap Trick album, and then Batman cartoons. This is me in 2018, right? Mm
1: hmm.
0: Yeah. Oh, by the way, everyone should be listening to The Biters. I'm just going to throw that out there.
1: Oh, yeah. The biters are really cool.
0: Yeah. I like me some biters. Some good tunes there. Oh, yeah. And to play us out, here's the biters with 1975. Because everything I love is still happening. Batman cartoons, Cheap Trick, Ace Fraley, and Paul McCartney. So it's from us here at POP. It's me, Batnerd, and Courtney. <laughs> love you, Court. All right. Love you. Love you, too. Be good. Okay. okay. Bye. I
1: wanna lose my mind. I wanna rock and roll all night.
2: Like a 1975. When all the kids were cool and breaking.
3: And that's our show. Pop is an online nonprofit pop culture audio fanzine made for fans by fans. Any samples of music, TV or movies heard here remain the property of their owners. Pop, a pop culture podcast, is not affiliated with any products we review or discuss. Opinions heard here belong to the people who express them and may not reflect the views of the pop staff. If you like something that you heard, buy it at your local record, video, or bookstores, or wherever Pop is found. If you enjoy the show, like us on Facebook and rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm your announcer, Christine Wolf, saying whatever you do, make sure it pops.
1: 1223, edit this part out. Heart will be edited.
0: Edited. But, edited. Uh, Yo,
1: who the f*** is this? Can. Can.
0: Can. This be Can. This be Can. Yeah. Can. Yeah, I used to work with this real country guy, and he used to call me Can. Can meal. Like it had like extra vowels or something. I don't know exactly how I did, but he was missing his two front teeth, and he'd be like Oh, go ahead, Ken. It's like it's just Ken, K-E-N. It's not a long thing. It's just real fast. And he's like, Yeah, Ken. And I was like, No, you. No, no, you're not saying it right. Ken, <laughs> Ken, Ken.
1: Say good night, Dick.